You're listening to The Whole Truth, a Resources Rising Stars podcast. Welcome to The Whole Truth podcast. This episode is coming directly from the Resources Rising Stars summer series in Melbourne. You'll notice there's a bit of a change in sound from our usual episodes, and that's because we've done this via a remote link right in the heart of this great investment conference. This episode features Steve Parsons, the Managing Director of Orteco. Steve will be known to many of you as the Founding Managing Director of Bellevue Gold, and what a runaway success that has been. Steve's applying the same recipe of Brownfields exploration to the company's recently acquired Green Bay Copper and Gold Project in Newfoundland in Canada. You'll see from this, or rather you'll hear from this episode, Steve is a man in a hurry. He walks fast, he talks fast. We managed to grab him for about 15 minutes and he told us why the company is now perfectly positioned to ride the copper wave that's widely forecast to come our way over the next year or two on the back of the energy transition. This asset is very, very attractive. It's got a substantial resource, but as Steve points out, it's open all over the place. They've got one rig on the go with more book to arrive on site. He's promising plenty of strong news flow over coming months as they grow the infantry and prepare for production. Steve is as highly regarded in the industry as he is connected. He's already been around the world talking to investors. The feedback he's got is fantastic, and I think you'll get a lot out of this episode of the Whole Truth Podcast. Steve Parsons, what is what have you and Orteco gone and bought? Great question there, uh, Paul. Well, it's a pretty amazing uh, copper project with some gold associated with it as well. Uh, with a pretty amazing 40 million tonnes or almost a million tonnes of contained copper at uh, 2.1%. So very, very uh, large ore body up in Canada uh, and we're really excited about it. Now, why are you excited? What do you like about it? There's probably a couple of aspects to it. Um, first one is that the exploration upside on it is huge. So it already starts with a pretty big resource base, as I said. It's so a 40 million tonnes at 2.1% copper with gold associated as well. Um, but what we see uh, geologically is that this ore body is open and we think that we'll be able to grow this very quickly and very cost effectively uh, over the next uh, 6, 12, 18 months. So we're expecting to get some real big uh, growth coming back on this property. And we think that that's going to grow to something that's probably going to be globally substantial, we believe, um, with very, very good grade copper as well. And probably the second aspect to it as well is, um, you know, the project came with $250 million worth of infrastructure. Um, so, you know, we've managed to pick this up for an absolute score. And, you know, we're, we've got all that underground decline sitting there. We were at the bottom of the mine um, exploring at the moment. We've got the underground shaft there. So great for haulage for later. We've got hydropower running over the property. Um, um, so, you know, it's got a whole bunch of things that make it really straightforward for us to be able to fast track into production, very similar to what we did with Bellevue Gold in a, in a way. This is a classic case of Brownfields exploration, isn't it, Steve? And you're right in that sweet spot where you know there's extensive mineralisation, so obviously you've got a substantial resource already, but your core strength and your group's core strength, as, as you said with Bellevue and other examples, is Brownfields exploration. You're really 
just doing what you did at Bellevue in many respects. Yeah, look, spot on there, Paul. I mean, you know, we try and keep things simple. Uh, we try and do things that uh, that we do well. And we know that we do well. Um, and so it is very much about, as I said, you know, so it's it's one drill rig turning at the moment. We're ramping that up to three drill rigs over the next uh, month. There's going to be multiple, um, you know, uh, drill hits into this high-grade ore body. And it's literally just step-out drilling, very simple, very low-cost uh, drilling. Uh, and we expect to see that resource growing from 40 million tons to something substantially larger over the next 12 to 18 months and that's what we do well and um you know in the background that's exactly what we did at Bellevue Gold as you said um but you know the other beauty about this is with all that infrastructure there again you know we should be able to get this into um production and cash flow um, much much quicker as well um which of course will be great now what do you talk about the, the the plan to grow it in production do you have a rough timetable Steve as to how you see this unfolding yeah, so look, I mean, um, you know, the deal was only uh, finalised uh, up in Canada uh, 10 days ago and I only started as MD 10 days ago. So, um, you know, first first steps first and the first steps for us is about this drilling. So we've already done really well in the fact that we have that first drill rig on site already in that first 10 days and it's already drilling. So we hope to get news flow out on that first drilling uh, very, very soon. And as I said, ramping up to three drill rigs over the next uh, few weeks. So plenty of news flow there as we grow that. Um, but, you know, we will be starting to demonstrate next year. So in 2024, uh, during the year, we'll be starting to show how we will be getting this into production and the side type of scale that will be as well. Um, we think that the project will uh, command a large processing plant on surface that will be producing a lot of copper. And with that hydropower there as well, we think that that's going to obviously be very low cost uh, operation for us as well. Um, so, yeah, those sort of things will come out next year. But first steps first, it's really about growing that resource, just like what we did at Bellevue uh, and demonstrating that this is a substantial resource that is of, uh, of global scale. Now, they say business is all about timing, Steve. Uh, you've got a couple of bits of timing that would appear to be on your side. There is a distinct shortage of copper stocks on the ASX, and if you believe what all the uh, the smart analysts and others say, the demand for copper is about to take off on the energy transition. There is going to be a copper deficit uh, coming our way. You seem to be preparing yourself to capitalise on those two opportunities. Yeah, look, without a doubt, and I think the timing is going to be absolutely perfect for us, you know, a, a resource that's going to grow very straightforward and low cost and into production at the right timing. As you said, there's very, very few copper producers on the ASX platform. Um, there's very few copper producers globally as well in the junior space. Um, so, you know, having just done a big roadshow around the world for the first time, seeing fund managers and analysts and bankers, you know, we really did get on the radar. And I think that, um, you know, if we can deliver on what we think we can deliver on over this next uh, few months with these drill rigs, I, I think there's going to be a lot of interest in, uh, in the company. Now, Steve, people listening to this will probably say this is a fantastic opportunity. It's obviously a great asset with plenty of upside, but it would beg the question, how did Orteco come to get its hands on such a great opportunity? Yeah, well, I guess uh, it's it's one of those things, very, very lucky in a lot of ways. We were able to move very quickly. Um, the, the story on the project was that it was a very high-grade, profitable uh, copper mine in the 1980s and 1990s and 2000 and made a lot of money and produced at about 5% copper. So very, very high grade, probably probably pretty similar to uh, De Grusa with Sandfire when that was in its heyday. The mine then shut down uh, and then they uh, had a discovery 
drill hole that they realize that there's big broad wide um mineralization going at two percent um and they drilled that out and so that's where the uh the 40 million tons of material is so at the two percent um the company uh a new company then started to mine that um about seven years ago listed on the aim market and as we all know you know the aim market is is not really a resource uh heavy uh jurisdiction to be uh listed on uh they unfortunately weren't able to raise any capital along the way they took on way too much uh very high cost debt uh on the project they took out a bunch of streams and royalties which took away a lot of the uh the profitability on that mine as well and they were mining this big giant wide uh ore body with very small mining equipment and so that was high cost so it's high cost mining um not utilizing the hydropower over the property uh with way too much toxic debt that really set them under with the streams and the royalties on top and so the project went into administration um and so it was run by grant thornton out of uh, the uk process we were very uh lucky to get into that um process um we worked really hard quickly uh we offered uh what we uh, uh um some shares in the company to the debtors and the debtors were very very keen to take that stock so um they've now become shareholders in the company so now we uh, as i said 10 days ago we were awarded that uh and the amazing thing about that is that you know there are no encumbrances or liabilities on this project anymore there is no stream there is no offtake agreement there is no uh, liabilities there is no debt anymore so a clean slate for us and a clean slate for us to be able to grow the resource quickly upscale the project something into a much larger project uh, that we think will be globally significant large and uh, utilizing that hydropower and producing a lot of copper um, so that's the game plan now, Steve, you're known for not doing things at a leisurely pace. You know, you're, uh, you mentioned the word quickly there. You've hit the ground running here, obviously already planning to ramp up the number of drill rigs and generate news flow, but it's probably worth outlining what else you've been up to because you've had an opportunity to speak to some pretty big investors around the traps, haven't you, since you've acquired the asset. What, what sort of feedback are you, get, are you getting? Yeah, so look, you're right. I mean, um, you know, the deal was all done very quickly. We raised the $55 million plus the uh, the um, SPP for the retail market as well. Um, that was all done quickly with institutional uh, backers, backers that have backed us in the past with uh, with the likes of the previous company, Bellevue Gold, that is associated with. Um, and then on the back of that, the deal was only uh, finalised 10 days ago. So the draw rig tour was turning on the day uh, immediately we started there so that was great to have that going um, you've got to remember we've been in country now for a few years with our previous projects so we've got a great team of geos and the likes on on site ready to go so uh, you know it was really one quick step to get that happening um, and then I literally have uh, just been on the road uh, um, road showing now for the last three weeks through North America seeing analysts and bankers and, and fund managers um, and I think probably the real takeaway from that road show was that there was very few uh, copper companies, pure copper companies out there that sit in the position of resource growth and fast tracking into development in very good jurisdictions. So, you know, Newfoundland Labrador is a great jurisdiction to be. It is a mining province. Uh, it is full of mines and people who want mines to happen uh, and a government that's very supportive. So, you know, we, we should be able to get this into production very, very quickly. Look, it sounds like you've put the company in a fantastic position. You and your team have positioned Orteco to ride the copper wave. 2024 does sound like it's emerging as the year of copper. And uh, lo and behold, Orteco is sitting on what looks like an absolute beauty. 
what do you expect to do in the, in the few months of early next year? You'll be spitting out assay results, I assume, and people will get a pretty good handle on just what it is you've managed to, uh, to land for Teco shareholders. Yeah, that's right. You know, we don't do things uh, slowly. We like to hit things hard and, and get it done. We've got $24 million in cash in the bank, and that's going to see us through for the next 12 months. As I said, there's one drill rig turning already. The second rig should be rocking up on site very, very soon, and the third rig will be there on the 1st of January. So three drill rigs turning. That's exactly what we had at Bellevue Gold when we had that huge growth uh, through during those first few years. Um, so we expect to have news flow constantly coming out. Turnaround, assay turnaround time is very quick up in New Finland. Um, and so, yeah, we should have some really good news flow as we grow this resource uh, out using just straightforward step-out low-cost uh, drilling. And then the other thing to watch as well is no exploration work has been done on this property for the last uh, two decades. So we're going to be utilising downhole geophysics and surface geophysics um, and then drilling holes into brand new targets. So watch out for discovery drilling as well. Hopefully we have something there. Um, but, you know, it is straightforward, step out, simple growth and lots of news flow during that time. Well, Steve, you're clearly a man in a hurry, so we won't take any more of your time. But uh, thanks for joining us on the Whole Truth podcast. And I think we'll uh, track you down over Christmas just after to see how it's all progressing. Yeah, great. Thanks very much, Paul. We should have uh, first results back by then, so it should be something good to talk about. We'll reconvene then. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, Paul. Cheers. You've been listening to The Whole Truth, a Resources Rising Stars podcast produced by Resource Media, hosted by Paul Armstrong for Red Corporate. Please note that Reed Corporate does not provide investment advice and investors should seek personalised advice before making any investment decisions.